श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्ण एवरीवन वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड द भगवत गीता एज इट इज द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद चैप्टर 3 कर्मा योगा टेक्स्ट 41 तस्मत्वमिंद्रियन्यादौ and slay this destroyer of knowledge and self-realization. Hmm. Purport. The Lord advised Arjuna to regulate the senses from the very beginning so that he could curb the greatest sinful enemy, lust, which destroys the urge for self-realization and specific knowledge of the self. Jnana refers to knowledge of self as distinguished from non-self, or in other words, knowledge that the spirit soul is not the body. Vigyana refers to specific knowledge of the spirit soul's constitutional position and his relationship to the supreme soul. It is explained thus in the Srimad Bhagavatam 2.9.31. Gyanam paramaguhyam me yadvigyana samanvitam sarahasyam tad angam cha grihana gaditam maya. Quote, the knowledge of the self and supreme self is very confidential and mysterious but such knowledge and specific realization can be understood if explained with various aspects by the lord himself unquote bhagavad gita gives that general and specific knowledge of the self The living entities are parts and parcels of the Lord and therefore they are simply meant to serve the Lord. This consciousness is called Krishna consciousness. So from the very beginning of life one has to learn this Krishna consciousness and thereby one may become fully Krishna conscious and act accordingly. Lust is only the perverted reflection of the love of God which is natural for every living entity. But if one is educated in Krishna consciousness from the very beginning that natural love of God cannot deteriorate into lust. when love of god deteriorates into lust it is very difficult to return to the normal condition 
nonetheless. Krishna consciousness is so powerful that even a late beginner can become a lover of God by following the regulative principles of devotional service. So from any stage of life, or from the time of understanding its urgency, one can begin regulating the senses in Krishna consciousness, devotional service of the Lord, and turn the lust into love of Godhead, the highest perfectional stage of human life. Haribo! Text 42 Indriyani paranyahur, Indriye byah paramanaha, Manasastu para budhir, Yo budhe paratastu saha. When I read this translation, I immediately remember the song that my sister used to sing. Like they would learn these shlokas, these verses in their school in Smiths here in Mayapur. And they would have these songs for the translation to memorize it nicely. So I've heard it so many times from her that naturally I just go, The working senses are superior to dull matter. Mind is higher than the senses. Intelligence is still higher than the mind. And he, the soul, is even higher than the intelligence. (laughs) It's an interesting um, meter or melody, but still it sticks to the mind. So, again, the working senses, right, the sense of smell, touch, uh, sight, everything, are superior to dull matter. Then, mind is higher than the senses, intelligence is still higher than the mind, and he, the soul, is even higher than the intelligence. Poor part. The senses are the different outlets for the activities of lust. Lust is reserved within the body, but it is given vent through the senses. Therefore, the senses are superior to the body as a whole. Okay, interesting. Okay. Senses are like the vents through which... Okay. Lust bursts out. (laughs) Therefore, the senses are superior to the body as a whole. These outlets are not in use when there is superior consciousness or Krishna consciousness. In Krishna consciousness, the soul makes direct connection with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, the hierarchy of the bodily functions as described here ultimately ends in the supreme soul hmm wow okay bodily actions means the functions of the senses and stopping the senses means stopping all bodily actions but since the mind is active, then even though the body may be silent, 
and at rest, the mind will act as it does during dreaming. But above the mind is the determination of the intelligence, and above the intelligence is the soul proper. If, therefore, the soul is directly engaged with the Supreme, naturally all other subordinates, namely the intelligence, the mind and senses, will be automatically engaged. In the Katha Upanishad there is a similar passage in which it is said that the objects of sense gratification are superior to the senses and mind is superior to the sense objects. If, therefore, the mind is directly engaged in the service of the Lord constantly, then there is no chance that the senses will become engaged in other ways. This mental attitude has already been explained. Param drishtva nivartate If the mind is engaged in the transcendental service of the Lord, there is no chance of its being engaged in the lower propensities. Why? Remember, param drishtva nivartate means higher taste. When you taste something so much better, you don't really feel like doing these lower things. Mm. In the Katha Upanishad, the soul has been described as Mahan, the great. Therefore, the soul is above all, namely the sense objects, the senses, the mind, and the intelligence. Therefore, directly understanding the constitutional position of the soul is the solution of the whole problem. With intelligence, one has to seek out the constitutional position of the soul and then engage the mind always in Krishna consciousness. That solves the whole problem. And yesterday we read that it's a big problem. It's like major, major problem that keeps us within material existence and makes us forget who we are. So this solves the whole problem. Mm. A neophyte spiritualist is generally advised to keep aloof from the objects of the senses. But aside from that, one has to strengthen the mind by use of intelligence. This is a very important point. First of all, intelligence is higher than the mind and as we read yesterday, it's the next door neighbor of the soul. So it's very important to strengthen the mind by use of intelligence. Next, if by intelligence one engages one's mind in Krishna consciousness, by complete surrender unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then automatically 
the mind becomes stronger. And even though the senses are very strong, like serpents, they will be no more effective than serpents with broken fangs. Serpents with broken fangs. <laughs> When I was doing my Bhakti Shastri, I, all these analogies, I was trying to make an illustration so that I would remember them. And I remember drawing this cartoonish snake with broken teeth, writing that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But even though the soul is the master of intelligence and mind and the senses also, still, unless it is strengthened by association with Krishna in Krishna consciousness, then there is every chance of falling down due to the agitated mind. So unless we're strong in Krishna consciousness because of association with Krishna, or I really liked, I don't remember reading this before, but what Srila Prabhupada says here, In Krishna Consciousness, the soul makes direct connection with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore the hierarchy of bodily functions ends in the Supreme Soul. Because many times I remember hearing at different classes that, you know, we don't really have a chance against material nature because material nature is Krishna's nature. And uh, we are the soul. Right here in this verse, we've read that Uh, higher than the intelligence is the soul. So according to this hierarchy, the soul is higher than like the senses, the material body, mind or intelligence. But if the soul is higher in the hierarchy, why is it that we are so weak? Isn't it? This is a natural question to be asked. Why is it that we are so weak, powerless, that we are like running and we're shackled by lost by um, these um, perverted propensities? Why is it, even though we are supposedly higher? The thing is that material nature is one-fourth of the creation of the Lord. And we are one-ten-thousandth of the tip of the hair. <laughs> It's not a fair fight. But here, as Prabhupada says in the poor part, when the hierarchy ends in the Supreme Soul, when we turn towards the Lord, the Supreme Lord, Krishna, when we, uh, or as we read in previous verse, understand the urgency of starting our spiritual life, then this hierarchy ends with the Supreme Soul, the Supreme Lord. So it would be higher than the intelligence is the soul, and higher than the soul is the Supreme Soul. So then, naturally, we are so strong because we're in association with the Lord and He is, he is in charge of material energy. He is the Supreme Lord. He is uh, the source of everything. Then naturally we will never fall down. There's no chance. So... Unless the hierarchy ends in the Supreme Lord, we don't have a chance. We are bound by these shackles of lust and our material existence has no end.
But as soon as we put the Supreme Lord in that hierarchy above us, okay, there is me, spirit soul, and then there is the Supreme Soul. And then everything falls in place. Okay, the last verse, and uh, we're concluding the chapter number three. Evam Buddhe, uh, text 43. Evam Buddhe Param Buddha, Samsta Bhyatmanam Atmana, Jahi Shatrum Mahabaho, Kamarupam Durasadam. Thus, knowing oneself to be transcendental to the material senses, mind, and intelligence. Almighty armed Arjuna, one should steady the mind by deliberate spiritual intelligence, in brackets, Krishna consciousness, and thus by spiritual strength conquer this insatiable enemy known as lust. Purport. This third chapter of the Bhagavad Gita is conclusively directive to Krishna consciousness by knowing oneself as the eternal servitor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, without considering impersonal voidness the ultimate end. In the material existence of life, one is certainly influenced by propensities for lust and desire for dominating the resources of material nature. Desire for overlording and for sense gratification is the highest enemy of the conditioned soul. But by strength of Krishna consciousness, one can control the material senses, the mind and the intelligence. One may not give up work and prescribed duties all of a sudden. But by gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind. By, by steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. Wow. This is a very, very important point that we need to remember. Let's repeat that. By gradually developing Krishna consciousness, one can be situated in a transcendental position without being influenced by the material senses and the mind, by steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. You know, okay, let's conclude this two more sentences and I'll say one small thing. This is the sum total of this chapter. In the immature stage of material existence, philosophical speculations and artificial attempts to control the senses by the so-called practice of yogic postures can never help a man towards spiritual life. He must be trained in Krishna consciousness by higher intelligence.
thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to the third chapter of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita in a matter of karma yoga, or the discharge of one's prescribed duty in Krishna consciousness. I have a few things to just uh, conclude this third chapter of this particular verse that we've read. Um, steady intelligence directed toward one's pure identity. Living in 2022, where identity is a very big topic, how people identify themselves and everything, but or how people talk about spirituality. People talk about meditation, spirituality. It's a mainstream these days. But really understanding that actual spiritual life begins when we understand the urgency of developing our relationship with the Supreme Lord and putting Him into that hierarchy. That first, yes, higher above all of these mind, intelligence, senses, body, is the soul, the spirit. But higher than the spirit is the Supreme Soul, Super Soul, the Lord. God. So, and then associating with the Lord through process of devotional service, that actually gives the spiritual strength. It's coming from the Supreme Spirit, Supreme Lord. And then the higher intelligence is, is manifested in us and that gives us steady understanding of one's pure identity, eternal identity. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.